Welcome to iPad Pros, the show all about using your iPad to be productive and get work done. I'm Tim Chen, host of the show. Yeah, so so the the workflow to pair your iPad with your uh, your iPad 10th gen with your Apple Pencil 1st gen is you take the lightning-based Apple Pencil into this dongle, and on the other end of the dongle, you plug in a USB-C to USB-C cable, and you plug the other end of that into your iPad. It is, I'm sorry, this does not just work. It is super convoluted and like regular people are not going to figure this out. And I, frankly, this $9 dongle should just come with these iPads. Like they should just throw it in. No, not everybody has the Apple Pencil, but oh. Hello there and welcome to a special episode all about Apple's announcements from October 18th, 2022. This includes the new Apple TV, the 10th generation iPad and the M2 iPad Pro. Joining me to dive into all of the details is Brent Clark from the Marvel Alliance podcast. This was also the first episode I've recorded live over on YouTube. If you follow at iPad Pros podcast on Twitter, you can see when I occasionally do these live recordings, which you can find over at youtube.com slash at iPad Pros podcast. And you'll find another one uh, there as well. Uh, over at the YouTube channel if you want to check it out for a, a future episode coming out uh, a fair bit from now. So live in the future over at youtube.com slash at iPad Pros podcast and join me for the occasional live recording there as well. One thing we didn't mention in this discussion is that the new Magic Keyboard Folio for the 10th generation iPad does not have backlit keys, which Jason Snell pointed out is excellent breakdown of the event over at Six Colors. This is uh, really a shame as I really do love the backlit keys in the Magic Keyboard and for a product that sells for $250, it really should include this as well. But maybe being built on the old smart connector technology, it maybe just couldn't power up that much uh, backlight, however much power that does draw. So it's a shame, but something I just wanted to mention here at the front because we did not touch on it in the main episode. As a reminder, you can support this podcast over at patreon.com slash iPadPros or by subscribing directly in Apple Podcasts. Your support is greatly, greatly appreciated. My thanks to everyone that has or has in the past supported the show. With that, here's my discussion with Brent all about Apple's latest announcements. Enjoy. Hey, Brent. Welcome back to the podcast. Hey, how you doing? How you doing? Glad it's to be been, here. It's been a busy uh, busy week or two here, but I thought <laughs> yeah. I'd take a break uh, on a very, very busy day uh, to talk about all these um, interesting, interesting Apple announcements. Uh, uh, we'll touch on Apple TV because uh, that's just, I love the Apple TV, but mainly iPad today. Yeah, so sounds good. There was definitely some uh, some interesting announcements, and at the same time, some some questions, some curious questions. announcements. <laughs> so um, let's just let's let's start with the Apple TV. I just want to get the Apple TV out of the way with. Uh, it's, sure, absolutely. It's uh, it's kind of a fun uh, thing to see happen what they did today because. So I remember back when Apple TV was like a $79 box and we're getting we're getting closer with today's uh update like the the price came down significantly. We're not at $79 again, but we're now at 129 and it's a much better box from all regards, I think. Um so uh as far as storage, we're like doubling it uh, to 64 and 128. And the twenty dollar Delta to the one forty nine boxes that much more appealing because you get double the storage of sixty four instead of an additional thirty two, 
and uh, I guess you, you need Ethernet and Thread for that twenty bucks. Like it's mm-hmm. a significant what you get for that. I wish they would have given you Ethernet and Thread for the the lower end one because uh, sixty four is plenty for my needs. Um, but uh, and then we got USB C in the remote now, which is cool. And I guess it's a lot lighter. It's fanless. It does HDR ten plus. Um, seems like a really solid just upgrade overall. It does seem like a solid upgrade. Of course, depending on where you're coming from, I, I bought two of the Apple TV 4Ks that came out, what, a year ago or so? I don't know. The ones that have the new redesigned serial remote, of course, those have lightning on them. And as much as I am in the camp of USB-C everywhere, hopefully it happens for the iPhone sooner than later, looking at you next year. Uh, I'm not going to buy a new remote just to get USB-C because they're, they're expensive remotes. <laughs> Only if it gets lost. And it, yes. and I and my Apple TV four like they're fine. Like the the new last year's for me, I'm I'm not gonna do it. But if something happens to one of these, you know, it gets knocked off a shelf by one of the kids or something like that and it breaks, well, okay, I will happily go get these. And you know, I, I probably would end up getting the the Wi Fi only one just because I have home pods, I have another Apple TV, I've got my home hub situation figured out already and I, in both cases of where my Apple TVs are, neither of them are hardwired. I'd actually like them to be. I just haven't came up with a reasonable solution for that yet. So they're, they're both on wireless, and they both work fine. Yeah, and this is great if you need to get that second Apple TV. You know, like uh, my, my mine is now three generations old. I didn't get last the model, but I have the one before that, which is a 4K. Oh, this would be a good update then. But yeah, I... I I'm very happy with the current one. <laughs> There's no reason to update. I really wish that 128 gigabytes you could use it to store movies and TV shows for when you travel. That would be nice. That would be amazing. But that was not announced. Um, we are getting even like just to have have you know stuff you watch on a regular basis downloaded at all time. That'd be like if you have kids and you're like, oh, I'm gonna have your favorite movie just downloaded, ready to go. That would be fantastic. Yeah, and evidently Ming-Chi Kuo said the next Apple TV will uh, hit the sub $100 price point. <laughs> so Ming-Chi Kuo already promising the future well, today. We'll find out, but you know, more often than not, he gets things right. And yeah, evidently Apple announced some new features for TVOS uh, 16 coming out later, 16.1. A lot of AirPods stuff, it looks like, is is coming. So if you're into AirPods, the Apple TV... And Siri and the Apple TV, it's going to be better. I guess. Yes, I, I am in the AirPods. I still I don't have the AirPods Pro 2 yet. I'm getting them. Okay, I don't have are. them yet, but I will definitely 100% get them. I love my pros. I use them every literally every single day. So it, it, I will get them. It's just a matter of lining up all the dots. Yeah, I will eventually get them, but my AirPod Pros are within a year new. Like I got them recently, so they're, they're fine until they die. Um <laughs> Well, depending on how they die, you might be able to get the battery replaced. That's uh, cause true. Because I, I did in both of my AirPods. I got, I got the, well, not the batteries. I got new ones, basically. But as part of their quality assurance program, because they were dying. Yeah, my Apple so, Watch, it's within 6% of that magic 80% barrier to get a, a replacement. So close. My so hopes close. is that uh, when the Ultra 2 comes out, I can... Uh, simultaneously get the battery swapped in my stainless steel so it's like a brand i think they just give you a new watch with the probably yeah so uh, i i then i have a pristine stainless steel and then I get the ultra for all my you know heavy duty work stuff where i do bang my watch and it's quite scratched so then i can have a nice fancy watch and then the the banged up one 
<laughs> I am. I'm. I'm rocking the series seven. It's. It's. Me too. It's, it's good for me. I, I've got a coworker who's eyeing the ultra, and I'll admit it. I've been eyeing it as well, and I'm like, just telling him, would you just go buy it so I can take a look at it in person, please? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have the series seven. Very happy with it, and uh, still paying it off on the two year plan. So I'm a year left into finishing that. But um, iPad. Uh, lots to talk yes. about. IPad. Let's start, I think, with the more interesting product, and that's the 10th generation iPad. Some may call it the iPad X, as the iPhone uh, 10 was called. iPhone 10, you know, had a little X in the, when you spell it out. Um, so iPad, iPad 10th generation comes in, I think, the best colors Apple's ever done for iPad as far as yes. fun. That yellow looks just amazing. If I, I'm in a I'm in a bit of a crisis right now of what I'm going to do with my iPad life, and I tell you, if that yellow was in the air, I think I would have just purchased that and gotten you know the closest to everything. Uh, I, I love that yellow, but this this tenth gen has some compromises that uh, I, I'm, yeah. I'm not. It's not for me. It's not for me. No. Let's put it that way. The, it's they're baffling compromises. Like it just it's kind of like they got so close to having this be the kind of iPad I recommend for you know 90% of people but they just fail on some just baffling in some baffling ways. So uh, there there's two big ones that I see. You may have some other uh, thoughts as far as baffling decisions with the product line. So we're going to start with the negative and then we'll we'll go positive uh, cuz there's some good things okay, here. Okay. Okay. We'll start negative though. Um the smart connector retains the old position on the bottom. On the side which um, which has uh, some ramifications. So first off, uh, my experience with the side uh, connector of smart connector was failure rate was high. But then again, that was when the smart connector was in a curved side. I don't know if it's any better with it being a flat design. That could be a thing. It could be more reliable being a flat side. But it also means they couldn't use the magic keyboard and instead had to create a brand new keyboard, which seems like a really cool design with the function row. And it seems like this seems awesome. But how much more awesome would it be if uh, we did have to buy a special keyboard all for this one and we could kind of more freely use accessories between iPad models? Like I'd love to be if you had an 11 inch iPad Pro, just use either one and maybe you create this folio thing uh, with, you know, I, I don't know. Uh, that seems to be a, a compromise of sorts. Um, any any thoughts on that before we move on? Yeah. So the keyboard I think looks awesome. You know, it's two hundred and fifty dollars. Okay. It, it you know some people are going to get sticker shock at that. For me, I'm like I'm not surprised at all. This is Apple we're talking about. You get the you know the Apple tax if you. It's will. a fifty dollar discount from the Magic Keyboard for the eleven inch. Is that right? Yes, correct, okay. correct. Because that's three hundred, and that's that's what I have. I've for context on everything. I have the twenty eighteen. 11 inch iPad pro. So it's the first 11 inch. I did buy the magic keyboard for $300 when that came out in the spring of 2020. I was going into this morning's, uh, releases, hoping that my keyboard would still be relevant and would not, I would not be replacing an iPad and a keyboard, but this new keyboard, like it looks really, really good. I'm a little surprised it's only in the white color, but is that right? I didn't check that. Yeah. Yep. I've only seen white. You've got the detachable keyboard, so you can just have the back. Which is great. So yeah, you just pop the keyboard just right off. That's that's brilliant. Yeah. 
It, it is brilliant. I do question kind of like you were talking about the, the reliability of the connector in that case, if it comes off that easy, but you know, the magic keyboard comes off super easy too. So maybe it'll be fine, but you have that detachable keyboard keyboard, but it comes with the trackpad, which iPad's all about that. Now you have the function row keys, which is great because I, I'm definitely a believer that those keys would be a benefit to have some of those controls versus like trying to mm-hmm. go up to control center. It still feels clunky compared to a keyboard. And on top of that, like you said, like these colors, like all of them, I genuinely think all of the colors on this iPad look great. They're not all for me. I The yellow, the blue, like they're not all for me. But I mean, the pink, I could rock the pink. That that looks great. You know, I saw in the, the video they're showing the pink uh, and that looked great. It, 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 that's the thing. Like I, I would not personally pick the pink. I'd pick, I yellow. Would pick the yellow. I would go yellow. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. With you. But the pink does look good. Like I would not think twice about it if if I you know a friend's like I really like the pink what do you think great go buy it I don't care like it looks great they all look so good and as usual if you're in the pro line of things you don't get the fun colors nope and I'm like ah oh, you're someday someday Apple's gonna turn everything <laughs> on their head and we're gonna get this you know pink iPad Pro or whatever and it's gonna be glorious yeah and uh. It seems like the back, you just kind of leave it on at all times. I wonder how easy mm-hmm. that is to pop on and off, because I really do like just handling the iPad in, in tablet mode and feeling metal behind my fingers. So I'm curious how yeah. easy that is. I love how adjustable that is, and like it's going to be great for as a stand. Um, but yeah, I do wonder about how easy is that to take popping on and off. Um, there's less of a camera hole, because it's a smaller camera mm-hmm. to deal with. Yeah, and well, and they've moved the camera. Yes, but the the well, I guess that's the front. The camera back camera, moved. I'm talking. But about, yep. it's the back. I think is interesting because you've got that kickstand and stuff built into it, and so it's less lap able than mm-hmm. the uh, Magic Keyboard, which y- you can use on your lap, no problems. This one, uh, you'd probably do it, but it's a bit more of a of a show to do it. Yeah, it, it it's it's weird because it's like. They are pushing the iPads like towards like I I don't know if they would say this flat out, but they're clearly pushing them like towards laptop land, right? Like totally. they want this to be laptop replacements, but then they kind of go do something like that. And it's like, well, thing about a laptop is you can literally put it on your lap, and I don't know how well that would work with this kickstand, but it is going to be ultra portable. It's going to at a table work fine. I I'm. I'm not going to buy one, but I I really need to just, you know, make a trip down to the Apple store and look at a bunch of products that I haven't gotten to see in person yet because it, it really does look interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the keyboard, as you said, looks great. We got a trackpad on this thing and the other compromise, the other bath, the most baffling decision. We got to talk about the, the pencil. Oh my God. It's so bad. So (laughs) when I, when I saw this design initially is like, Oh, thank God. The Apple Pencil 2 would work with this. I can rec- I handed down an Apple Pencil 2 um, to a family member, and they're investigating which I've had to get for it. Um, I've been suggesting different pro models and you know that are on sale with um, you know, used market and stuff like that. Um, but they, ideal- they ideally want to get something relatively new. And when this came out, I was like, oh, this is going to be perfect. And then... We discovered this USB-C iPad only supports a lightning-based uh, Apple Pencil, which cannot natively be plugged into this iPad. No. You need a $9 adapter to pair it to the iPad, 
And that adapter, I believe, won't even let you charge that pencil. You need a different adapter to charge oh my, are you the pencil. Serious? I believe that is what I've been seeing. So it is <laughs> I, did, I didn't catch that. <laughs> it is quite the dongle scene with that. There, uh, yeah. Yeah, so so the the workflow to pair your iPad with your uh, your iPad 10th gen with your Apple Pencil 1st gen is you take the lightning-based Apple Pencil into this dongle, and on the other end of the dongle, you plug in a USB-C to USB-C cable, and you plug the other end of that into your iPad. It is, I'm sorry, this does not just work. It is super convoluted, and, like, regular people are not going to figure this out. And, frankly, this $9 dongle should just come with these iPads. Like, they should just throw it in. No, not everybody has the Apple Pencil. But oh. yeah, it comes with the pencil, but there's so many used pencils in the market that it should just mm-hmm. come with the iPad. I mean, yes. it's this product is like almost it works with the pencil, but like it, it's like trying to make you not want to use it with the pencil just based on this design decision. Like this should absolutely they should have figured out how to make Apple Pencil 2 work with this. I understand the camera placement makes it complicated. Right. Your Apple, you can figure that out. That's your job. Um and it, uh, with or they, you know, they could have just redesigned the Apple Pencil One a little bit and, st- and st- taken the Lightning off, put a USB C on it. They could have done like what Log- Logitech Logitech Crayon got updated with a USB C port. Yes, Apple did. could have made a revised Apple Pencil One with the USB C port. That would now, have been the way to do. It. Have you ever have you ever used a Logitech Crayon? I have not. I've heard dif- differing things. Like it, yeah. It's a bit of my daughter, my daughter has one, and they're pretty good. I mean, it is essentially an Apple pencil without a few of the finer, you know, finer motions and stuff of it. But it has, or at least the one my daughter has, has a female end lightning port on it, so she can charge the pencil or the crayon with the same cord she's charging her iPad with. Yeah, and so that I like they just and that's what Logitech did here. There's a yes. USB C port where you can just charge using the same thing, and since Logitech, you it's um, proximity based pairing. You don't need to. You don't need to plug it in to the iPad itself to do the charging. Logitech just has it figured out. But like you, when I first saw this design, I was like, surely like Apple Pencil two, that's great. And nope, okay, the camera's in the middle, the FaceTime camera. I, I mean, that makes sense, right? Because that's, that's right where the magnet would be. Yeah, that that is an awesome move for the camera to be where it should be. Uh, it worries me though that they couldn't figure this out because like. They're eventually going to redesign the iPad Pro. We got this better pencil. They got to figure out how to do a camera up there along with a pencil up there. Like, that needs to be solved. I mean, yes, but it, it seems like they could. you could almost... It, it would look a little funky, but redesign it and have, like, the pencil on the top or the bottom. Maybe. I, or I don't the know side. Exactly. You could have it along the side, perhaps. It, it seems like there are other options that it, that they could. I mean, they'll figure it out, right? I mean, they will figure it out. But for right now, it's this really weird compromised device. If you are somebody who uses the Apple Pencil heavily, but at the same time, maybe the case is if you're buying this iPad, you probably long ago dove into like the iPad Air or the iPad Pros to get that Pencil Two experience, and maybe they're just you know we're keeping doing this as a way to say hey. Every single iPad is compatible with the Apple Pencil. Yeah, I mean it's technically true, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's uh, it's so close to being because those are the only two things really that are like keep this from being a runaway success in my mind. Uh, 
the Apple Pencil, um, which should be better experience because you're gonna have to charge that Apple Pencil frequently. And you're we 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 made fun of that first generation plugging it into the Lightning port. This is just a whole other mm-hmm. league of just like, uh, bar, it, it's crazy. Um, yeah, I've never liked I've never liked that pencil. I had one. Yeah, but it, it I I had one, but I. I would only charge it that way, like out of necessity. It because that one came with a lightning to lightning adapter that you could right. charge it with, and so uh, I, I did that. And yeah, this this iPad is, you know, if you're price conscious, it it's super com- super compelling iPad from that standpoint. And if you don't care about the Apple Pencil, then that's irrelevant to you. It's a great iPad. Yeah, uh, the price did go up, uh, so we still have the yes. ninth generation sticking around as well as the tenth. So it's four forty nine for the baseline, and uh, if you want uh, a decent amount of storage, it's now a five ninety nine iPad. Huge and, jump in price, and the cellular upgrade is one fifty instead. Of, I believe the old school iPad ninth generation was a one twenty nine upgrade. So. You can you can outfit this for seven forty nine plus the two fifty keyboard. You're looking at MacBook Air pricing at that point. Oh yeah, oh yeah, um, you, yeah. you absolutely are. And, and uh, since it doesn't include the M1 chip like the iPad Air, no stage manager for you. Uh, or at least no stage manager, I presume, for external displays or internally. I believe are they not doing it internally either? No, because a- oh, um, it's an iPad Pro only feature, twenty eighteen or later, and. Uh, huh. They at least have not announced support for it. I'm and I'm gathering it since it's just a baseline A14. There's like the 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 X component of the iPad Pro chips, the uh, X and Z, like the beefed up mm-hmm. graphics is what they're gonna you know. Uh, so yeah, no that's, stage manager support. As that's far as so I can tell. weird because mine is that my iPad has the A12X Bionic and it can it can only on the iPad itself it technically is gonna support stage yeah, manager. You got the you got the X part of that chip, which it does. Have, it's got I mean, the X factor. You're right. I mean, people make fun, but when the iPad Pro before the M1s were out, like the X, like they were substantially different from the regular chips. So, but I'm sure they could make stage manager work on this thing if they wanted to. Yeah, but at the same time, if if you're a power user who wants stage manager, you're probably also not looking at this iPad. Like it, this to me really is the consumer base model iPad, which then baffles my mind why they jump the price so much. Four fifty versus I think four fifty, right? That's what you said. Uh, yeah, versus, versus three twenty nine. 329 of the iPad night gen, which for the record is a great iPad. I actually have one from work. I, I and it's um, the iPad my son has is a night gen and it, it's a great iPad. I'm like, oh, that's the discussion. Like I would have a hard time if someone's like, which iPad do I buy? I'm like, ah, I'm going to be a little hard pressed to tell you to spend another 150 bucks unless you just love the form factor so much more. Yeah. And so then the discussion comes, iPad Air, what's this thing doing around? Um, so iPad Air has an M1 chip, does stage manager even on external displays. Uh, so that's a big win as far as that. Uh, it's a weird thing, though, like price-wise, do you get an iPad Air or do you get the 11-inch iPad Pro? Um, it's kind of in this weird middle position. Uh, and I really I would love them to support clamshell mode for... Um, I like mm-hmm. imagine clamshell mode with touch ID on the side button. Like that'd be just great on an iPad like this. Um, yeah. Have you, have you seen the iPad air much? Uh, no, just occasionally in stores. 
it's it's a really nice iPad. My wife has one. She was kind of it, it was time she her iPad before that was a, my old nine point seven Pro. So like she had been not using it you know extensively very much because it was way past its useful life. Yeah. And we we just, we settled on getting her the iPad Air, but we went back and forth and getting her an eleven inch Pro or potentially having her take my current eleven inch Pro when I inevitably get a new one. But it settled ultimately on the Air. I do think the color was a factor there. She chose blue, but yep. it's actually a really nice iPad. It fits right in the Magic Keyboard case. It's not like you could never, you would never be able to tell the difference. Touch ID works totally fine, and on the button, and at least for me, like when I have the iPad on, like on my desk, it's usually off to my side a little bit, and so I have to turn my head to get Face ID to go anyway. But it, Touch ID is fine. I mean, Face ID is better overall, but Touch ID and the button, it's it's a good, it's a good placement for it. Yeah, and I'm looking at the specs page. Basically, you get an M1 chip. And the screen quality seems better. Um, those seem to be the major differences between the latest Air and the 10th gen. Um, According to their comparison page, they're both 10.9 inch liquid retina displays with True Tone. No, no, nothing else on them. Yeah, but uh, beyond that, there are better, uh, like fully laminated anti-reflecting coating is okay. only on the yes. Air. Uh, wide color P3 gamut stuff like that. The the it's yes, like a fancier display. It's not promotion, but it's fancier. It's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and promotion is nice. Got to jump up to the 11 inch Pro if you want that though. You do, and yeah, promotion's just I love it. Like it's it's awesome having it on the phone now for me. And mm. if I'm recommending like an artist to look at an iPad. Promotion, I think, is a big deal for uh, tracking the pencil as fast as it does. I I would agree. If you're a digital artist and that's the kind of art where you're drawing, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, and as I watched the video, and they made a big deal about moving the the camera, so you're looking at it, which yeah, that makes sense. That's great. Yeah, it, it's it's a great update. My my uh, uh, my friend Chris was like, "I when are they going to do that to the iPad Pros?" Like I want the FaceTime camera in the middle of the iPad Pro, so people don't think I'm just looking off to the side all the time when I'm I'm really just looking at the screen. I'm like, yeah. absolutely, maybe next year. I don't know, maybe eighteen months from now. Because uh, I mean, when did the 2021 come out? They're not on an annual cycle. No, it's about a year and a half for iPad Pros. Yeah. Is kind of the cycle they've been on for a long time now. And um, kind of the iPad Mini and iPad Air are in a similar cycle. Like they get updated around the same time. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a weird thing. This, this, uh, yeah, it's, it's a weird product. I mean, this iPad, like it's great. There's, there's just some quirks like that would prevent me from wanting it, which I guess I'm not the market for it. I want the big iPad pro. Yeah. If you're a 12.9 person, well, then your decision is easy. It's do you keep the one you have or do you buy the new one that that came out? Like if and me as someone who likes the 11 inch size, I just in general prefer it, though. I totally understand why you would want the big one. I, like my, I don't feel like my decision is black and white, though ironically, that's probably what it'll come down to because those are my only choices for colors. You'd also have to change out. You'd have to buy a brand new keyboard versus not needing a brand new keyboard. If I if I went all the way to the tenth gen one, yes I would, and I I'm not going to do it because ultimately I'm going to want the M series chips. 
They're yeah. going to just be supported longer. Once all the bugs are hammered out of Stage Manager, you'll get that for external support. I will want the M series chip. So now I'm down to the Air or the Pro. Well, if I was going to buy an Air, I would have bought it a long time ago. So I, I'm most likely I'm going to get one of these new Pros, but I haven't quite pulled the trigger yet. Yeah, would you wait another year and a half to see what's next? That's the thing that really hurts is another year and a half. And I really feel like the next round is going to be a big one. And in the grand scheme of things... Because you could. Like, you have stage manager on that. You don't have external display support. I don't know how big of a deal that is for you. I mean, it's it's not that big a deal. Um, I... The big thing with me is I want to do experience stage manager. Well, between between my iPad stage manager and my MacBook Pro is going to be able to get it when I go Ventura with that. I'll get to experience stage manager and get a good feeling for what it's like. So I, I don't know. I don't anticipate buying an iPad tonight. I don't anticipate that, but I will probably, if I don't order one within a week, then I'm probably like committing to just writing this one out until the next one. Yeah. And like, I need like uh, as far as my main iPad, it has to be a Pro because I'm reliant on a Thunderbolt dock, which uh, only supports on the Pro. Yes, which will be a really nice update for me because yeah. I'll get it. if I go Pro, I get Thunderbolt. You and do. if the, the the feature I wanted more than anything, that Liquid Retina XDR display mm-hmm. did not come to the 11 inch, and it, it's and, so uh, good. Like it's, and they made it even better with iOS iPad OS 16. I've been editing a lot more photos recently, as you might have mm-hmm. heard on many of the episodes recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that reference mode, I've been talking that on it's like ooh, this is kind of cool yeah it, it, it is like it is it, and i won't lie i did price out a larger ipad but ultimately i'm like oh, then i'd need a whole new keyboard and it just it's getting above what i want to pay for now like the investment i, get I want it. to put yeah. into it right now it's expensive um let's get to the more expensive ipad uh yes, pro let's... with m2 chip um so Initial thoughts. What what are your thoughts here? That they really didn't change very much at all versus versus the M1 model. And you could take that as a couple ways. On one hand, you could say, oh, that's really lazy. All they did was swap the processors, right? On the other hand, you could say it was already really, really great hardware. So they just made it a little bit more modern. They made it, it's going to last a little bit longer because they gave it a little bit more beefier chip. And so I, I, I don't, totally agree with those who say it's lazy i also don't think it's like this revolutionary update that i've seen a few people say i can't go with them there if you have an m1 ipad pro in my opinion you should probably not buy this but if you have one of the earlier models i think i think you're justified that you know that's for my money anyway i say that and i'm on the fence (laughs) yeah i as an m1 ipad pro owner have i don't feel left out at all like i I don't feel like i know hover seems like a cool thing we'll talk about the hover ability of the pencil but i don't use the pencil enough to make it something where hovering with the pencil will make me want to spend another two thousand dollars to get a similar respect ipad (laughs) like it's around two thousand yeah Show me how the hover is going to help me in ferrite, and maybe we'll have a conversation. But uh, otherwise, no. <laughs> I mean, I'll be having that. Dis- I'll be having that discussion with uh, Stephen uh, uh, from Apple Insider, who edits uh, with the Apple Pencil in ferrite. 
And I'm, uh, that'll be a fun discussion to see how that he's getting one. So that'll be fun to see what um, his thoughts are with Ferret. And I, they mentioned something about, uh, something about app developers needing to update to support this uh, hover. So I'm curious. Um, I'm sure uh, Candace, uh, developer of Ferret, will update. And I'm curious how that, that will go for. For, uh, yeah, right. you're you're a developer and you're a supporter. Uh, like you use the Apple Pencil as part of your app. Absolutely, you probably need to get one your hands on one of these so you can experience what that hover state is like. And it looked like, it looked pretty cool. Like it looks neat. Mm-hmm. Like you can you can pinch to resize how big your brush is underneath. That seems really cool. Yeah, my my wife's sibling is a really really great digital artist. And I, I'm sure that like they would love to get their hands on this. And they, they've just drawn some amazing artwork on the iPad. And I, I would love to see what they could come up with using that. But like again, like is that going to help me in Ferret? If not, then it's not for me. But that's okay. A device like the iPad can't entirely be for – like they got to go to a wide market, right? The other really cool thing is Scribble. It's always felt weird trying to scribble in these tiny text boxes with hover. It'll like expand out the text box to give you room to write. That seems really smart. Um, but another, it's a nicety. Like it's not something uh, worth upgrading for. I, I for me at least. Yeah. yeah, and I like I was looking at the Geekbench scores compared to my current iPad of just the M1, and I'm like, I, I, I'm probably going to do it. It's a pretty big jump, but um, it, it wasn't that slam dunk for me. But I totally understand why why other people would do it. It's just I'm looking at the way I'm using the iPad right now, and I, I'm I'm trying to justify it to my. I want to pull that trigger, but I got to yeah. justify it to myself. So. Um... Something that was kind of sneaked into the announcement were these new apps coming to iPad, which uh, I've been waiting for Affinity Publisher forever. It came to the Mac like years ago. And even like a couple weeks ago, I emailed Affinity. It's like, is Publisher coming to iPad? I haven't heard back. And then here we go. Affinity Publisher 2. It says Affinity Publisher 2 iPad is the name of the product, which is a weird name. So we're getting the second version. Uh, we didn't get a first version for iPad. We're getting Affinity Publisher, so like uh, like a proper page layout, and um, which I, I'm jazzed for. I love the Affinity apps. All in favor? More pro applications? Yes, bring bring them all because it, at this point, I, I with my job and stuff, I'm on macOS the majority of my day, but I love iOS and I love iPad OS, and so. Yes, anything to just push those platforms forward. Please, please, please make that happen. And then the big news, of course, is DaVinci Resolve coming to iPad. This is evidently one of the competitors to Final Cut and Premiere. Mm-hmm. And there's on Mac OS like a free version, and then you can pay, I think, $300 for a full license. Uh, this is from the guys that make um, the Black Magic cameras. It's like a software that they make mainly to make their cameras like better tools so this is it's an interesting product because like it's from a hardware company that is using software to sell their their expensive cameras so they can make the software fairly accessible as far as a price perspective so i'm curious what they do pricing here i really hope there is a pay once lifetime thing like they do on the mac um yeah, hopefully. I wouldn't be surprised if they go subscription. It seems like that's what everybody's doing nowadays, which is fine if that works for you. But 
again, just getting like these kind of apps and more of them, you know, cause there's always been one or two, but like getting more of them so you can actually have a competitive marketplace. It just helps everybody, right? It just helps the overall innovation in, in that space for iPads. Yeah. And now LumaFusion has a competitor to, in to push them. Uh, LumaFusion's awesome. They've yes. been spending two or three years trying to get this multi-cam update out. Uh, I was on a beta, and then they pulled the beta from the public beta cycles, and I don't know what's going on with that. Um, they're working on like an Android app. Like uh, Having a competitor on iPad for serious video editing, I think, will push them to do better work and potentially be more focused on iPad than um, they have been. So I think that's, that they'll be good for the market. Yes, you always you always want some good healthy competition. Always, yeah. And I'm 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 just so curious to play with DaVinci Resolve. <laughs> like I want to know what this app can do. Uh, I know like color grading is a big selling point of this app. People use this in the professional realm for that. Uh, I want to, yeah. I just want to get my hands on DaVinci Resolve and see what I can do with it. Um, as well as uh, something I won't use, but Octane X, which they use to do like. Um, in, in films for um, I believe like the special effects they mentioned like Star Trek uh, was uh, mentioned in the, the key and then the, in the nine minute keynote that uh, they put out. Yeah. I, Octane X that, that looks like an interesting one. I have a, I have a couple friends who I could see playing around with that. Um, but uh, definitely not, not something I would even begin to know how to use. I, I definitely not my wheelhouse, but yeah, it, it looked pretty, it looked pretty neat. So hopefully we, you know, I, I look forward to, you know, seeing one of those videos where it was like shot on iPhone, edited entirely on iPad with these new tools, these new apps and features that are available. And something they have been promoting is for the first time. Uh, so the power of the M2 extends to the new media engine and the image signal processor, which combined with the advanced cameras enable users to capture ProRes video for the first time and transcode ProRes footage up to 3x faster, uh, all on iPad. So you can capture ProRes video on the iPad. It won't look nearly as good as ProRes shot on iPhone, but you won't need to spend hours upon hours doing airdrops over to the iPad. So um, if you're trying to flip something quick for uh, whatever projects you're on, this seems like a, a cool option. Yeah, that that was my very first thought too. Is I, I don't see where this could possibly be as good as what they just put out on the iPhone 14 Pro, but it's already right there. You don't have to use the Lightning port to import it to your iPad directly by a cable or through AirDrop or through uh, go to your Mac and then circle back around. Like you don't have to go through iCloud. Like it would just it'd be so much it faster. Was, it's just it, right there yeah. on device. It was kind of funny in the nine minutes keynote they shared these huge video files. Uh, it's great that the new iPad Pros have 5G and Wi-Fi 6E to transfer those video files. These are Thunderbolt iPads that, if you want to offload these to the Mac, have Thunderbolt. But yet they they were promoting um, 6E, which great that it's it's fully up to date with that as as in 5G worldwide is what they said. So I'm not sure if you're getting 5G in Antarctica, but that's what Apple says you can. Yeah, when the, when the iPhone goes USB-C, you know, inevitably, it, that'll be super great because then you'll really be able to, like, get the best of both worlds. Absolutely. And I could have sworn LumaFusion could work with ProRes footage, uh, but it sounds like there's stuff in the M2 chip, and I believe there is. That was a big deal with, the, I think, the MacBook Air is that ProRes, you can deal with that in a much better way. 
with yes. M2. So, yeah, that sounds right. But this is, uh, again, this is ProRes is great, but I don't do a ton with video, and especially ProRes video, I, I don't touch. I, I shoot in Pro Raw for camera stuff, like still images, but I don't want to mess with ProRes. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I don't have that much storage to, to try to deal with that. Yeah, but, editing editing videos. I I know less about that than I do editing photos, and that's not saying very much. So I I definitely do not use these apps other than like you know I've 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 looked at them before, but I've never made anything with them. Yeah, and as far as M two in general, it seems like the big performance boost is with the uh, memory bandwidth. Like that seems significantly better than M one, but as we've discovered with the max the m1 the m2 jump it's been just you know a decent little you know 15 or something it's not been a huge revolutionary thing and i'm also curious um m2 max seemed to be running warmer so i'm curious in the ipad how that will play out for when you are running lumafusion or adventure resolve ferrite doing your big exports uh what that experience will be like as far as the the thermal on, envelope, especially because they don't have a fan, right? No active cooling, as they call yeah. it, like a fan, right? Yeah, it'll be similar so, to MacBook Air, um, but with no keyboard to vent out air. Yeah, so you, you gotta you gotta think it would throttle at some point, and it would throttle earlier than uh, you know supposed MacBook Pro that had an M2 chip in it would. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, so same price points exactly, same storage tiers, um, all that, all you know, is the same. Uh, Stage Manager uh, seemingly is identical in its support. Same four apps on internal and external displays. Once external gets updated to support that, um, and yeah, they they shared you know reference mode and all the stuff that is on the M1 iPad Pro as well. And I, I think that's it for the iPad Pro, right? It really pretty much is. Um, what do you think about the lack of the heavily, heavily rumored MagSafe? <laughs> that that that's a that, thank you for bringing that up. That was such um, a thing, right? People were saying MagSafe. We're gonna have this. Maybe it'll be laptop style, where it's like you know for charging. Mm-hmm. And then some people are saying maybe they'll revise the smart connector on the back to be for more capable. <laughs> Right, there are all these rumors, extra pins on the smart connector. You're going to be able to use the same MagSafe that you can use on the on the new MacBook M2 MacBook yeah. Airs or the MacBook Pros. And it, I mean, sure, that'd be cool. But like when it didn't happen, I wasn't surprised. But the the ones that really blew my mind the most was the rumors about like the same MagSafe puck that you charge an iPhone with. I'm like, that was you're like, going to just stick wild. it on the Apple logo in the back. I'm like, no, come no. on, they're not going to do that. Yeah, I'm. Hmm. Um, I want them to do more with the smart connector. That's for sure. Like, I want that to be able to transmit more data. Uh, like, I, I'd love if, like, I could plug something into a future Magic Keyboard and that USB-C port and have data go through that as well. Yeah, use it as more than just power, which it's great as power, but... Yeah, I want, I, instead of MagSafe, I want a better smart connector. That's what I want. Yeah, I, I think I would have to agree. I love that they have that power pass through port on, and it, I know it technically charges a little bit slower, but at least from every time I've used it, which includes right now, it's close enough that it, I, it gives you that, you know, the really nice thing of having a 
the ability to charge on whichever side is more convenient. And it would be cool if that could actually be a full on like hub, like a port for a hub where you could plug actual uh, peripherals into uh, various dongles or, you know, hard drives, things like that. Hard drives. Imagine that'd be a great way to transfer (laughs) video files, right? Yeah. Uh, in the press release, they reiterate external display support for SageMander is coming to M1 and M1 and M2 iPads later this year. So, okay, so that no is still coming this it, year. Yeah. So, and it's oct- late October. So, I'm hoping 16.2 seems to be what that must be in. Well, I finally got a Tri Stage Manager since they did make it a little more backwards compatible. Yeah, what's the what's the 2018 experience like? Uh, it's okay. Like I, I can see the real utility of it. Um, when I've used it, I've, I feel like I've gotten the most out of it by putting three apps, not four. You can do the four, but three apps in that single column layout or the iPhone style with layout. And you can see all three at one time. Like that was pretty useful. I, I, you can totally see how somebody with a bigger screen and external display that they're plugging into would really good to get big, get a lot of utility out of this. It, man, count me. Ab- I mean, it's awesome with external. Cause right now I've got you on my Safari window on the iPad with the camera and everything. Mm-hmm. Then externally, I've got all my notes and stuff for the show. Like it's, it's such a just different way of you can do more with the iPad. Like, yeah. It, and if, if I agree, like if they could, you know, let that go in like clamshell mode where you could just, you know, turn off that screen and only use, you could wirelessly pair a magic trackpad and magic and keyboards how to cool it. would be if oh. they added external camera support? Like you could plug in a USB webcam to your iPad. Yeah. Or you, you could do that or even the like, studio display. Can you use the camera if you're in studio display? You'd think I'd know this. My wife has one, but I don't I, I don't use it that often. It's No, it does not touch the iPad, sadly. It should, but does not. It's it's my wife's work machine, so I don't use it that often. Um, but uh, I, I I should have tried that out. I hadn't even thought of that. Yeah, it no, does not work, it sadly. Work, so. The speakers work, but that's about it. Um and the brightness controls I think work if you have a, a keyboard hooked up to it that supports that. With with the function row? So, yeah. Yeah. Um, braided USB-C cables come with the iPad Pros now, which is cool, and you can buy those separately. Yeah. So I might finally get a, I might buy one of those separately at some point. Which is good. I've, I've, you know, I, I work in education, and I, I see, I know how hard these cables get treated, but I also see like how easily they fray all the time. So totally, uh, yes, definitely the 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 braided cables always an improvement. Yeah, and then um, yeah. Anything else? I'm trying to look through. Mac Rumors tends to do a, a good job pulling things together. Um, like Wi-Fi 6E seems that seems like a nice thing. The standard iPad is just six. I don't know the big difference between six and six E. Are you a network uh, engineer? Uh, I, I'm re- I'm not, and I, I, I'm on like I don't even know what generation Eros I have. They work great. I have no interest in upgrading them right now, but I know they're not. There's a newer version of them out than what I don't have, so I'm sure mine don't have that. And I I saw that and I'm like, well, that's great future proofing, you know, because eventually everything will move that way. So it's good for future proofing. I wonder how how much that is out and available now. Yeah. And then we did hear that uh, 16.1 is launching on Monday, um, October 24th, I believe. 24th, yeah. 
And we are getting iCloud shared photo library along with Ventura, so we can finally start using that, which will be great. Uh, live I activities <laughs> are coming, and apps are being accepted in the App Store for that. Um, you'll, I, I have a home key from the Schlag in Code Plus, and I'll be able to share that key now with uh, family members that aren't a part of the home, so that'll be nice. The uh, the shared photo library I'm super interested in, but I'm suddenly, as of an hour, yeah, two hours ago, a little worried about it just because I happened to open my photo library and my my in the people album, my daughter was disappeared, and then I looked at my son's pictures and every single one of my daughters was in them, every single one, and she's four years older than him, so we're talking That's hundreds and hundreds of photos, and so I. I started to try and just manually remove them. I'm like, this is too many. And I just blew out the whole thing. I'm going to let it re-index them all. But it, it didn't seem to affect any of my other people albums that I have. But I'm like, eh, let's be honest. So I'm still going to try it. I'll make I'll, I'll make the library and try it. Um, I, I mean, that's what backups are for, right? So. Oh, for sure. And then um, we're getting matter support on Monday. And then um, I just want to mention... The watch 9.1 update just delayed me when I saw that we will now be able to download music over cellular or Wi-Fi directly on the watch. No more Bluetooth syncing. Uh, and then Audible also updated their app uh, today to directly talk to the library via cellular or Wi-Fi. So you don't need a Bluetooth sync Audible stuff uh, from the phone, which took forever and uh, is now just going to gonna work, which I'm very excited about that. And then um, yeah, Absolutely. Then if you do have a, I was just one with this. So series eight and ultra and SE two watches get that like extended, um, tra- uh, battery life mode for less frequent, um, heart rate stuff. Um, I was hoping the series seven could get that mode, but it looks like it's just the latest generation of watches. Oh, that's too bad. I was yeah. hoping to get to try that one, but I, I, yeah. I guess that's, that's a reason to go ultra, right? <laughs> <laughs> or yeah, Series A too. I guess. I see too. Like it, there's, they must have done something in this chip, which is identical for, as far as speed. They must have done something in this chip to enable this mode. Uh, is what? Yeah, because I, I thought it was the same, the same basic chip as the the eight, the seven, and the six were all the same one. Maybe even the five. I'm not sure about that. Uh, yeah, I forget when they tweaked it. I thought it was maybe the six. It might have been the five. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, and then you, that you can buy the webcam thing for the iPhone mounting on top of your Mac. I want to try to see if that works with the iPad pro so I can mount my phone on top and capture that footage. And <laughs> it'd be nice if the continuity camera worked there too. Yes. Hope, hopefully, hopefully that stuff will, you know, end up over time working but i'm I'm curious to try that you know i I have a webcam now it's an aki thing it's fine it wasn't the the nicest it wasn't the most expensive by any means but it was just something that when podcast i'm involved with wanted to go to video like they wanted to try i'm like you know if if continuity camera would have been out i probably would have just grabbed an old iphone first and done that yeah and then uh some other tidbits here the camera system is identical on this latest M2 iPad Pro versus the M1. It's just a better chip to make ProRes work. So it's the same exact cameras from the old iPad uh, M1s. And then evidently GSM and Edge support is gone on the M2 iPad Pros. GSM is interesting because I thought that was... 
I thought T-Mobile and ATT were GSM, but I guess they've been upgraded past GSM at this point or something. Yeah, I the the cellular carrier standards and stuff. I I, I oh wait, the, I this know. um, it's just edge support. Sorry, so two G. The original iPhone speeds are dropped, basically, is what it says here. I didn't even know that was still around. <laughs> I thought that was long gone. I, yeah, so like, I, yeah. I still have I, a couple of original iPhones, and I boot them up, for, uh, up every now and then. And it's uh, it appears those phones will be just very useless, at, at not having cell network data. At, I have at a I have a three GS that I have. Um, I, I don't have a thirty pin though, so I need to. If I do, I don't know where one's at, but I really should charge it up and check it out. Yeah. Um uh, and. Yeah, that that is it. I believe. I think that's about, yeah. There's that's about it. And you know what? They did the right thing, not doing a big event video and stuff like that because they didn't have they didn't have enough. Yeah. Yeah, the nine minute video was great, making us wait three hours while the store is down. It's not nice. <laughs> no. Two two hours is plenty. Come on. <laughs> I mean, I'm impatient. I was checking at like six in the morning in Central Time. It's like, yeah. well, of course it's not available yet, but. I mean, I'm excited. I'll be able to charge my Apple TV remote with my iPad Pro. That'll be fun. You, yeah, because you can charge things with that port, you know. I mean, I guess technically you could now if you had a C to Lightning cable, because you can charge your phone off your. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I could do that now. Yeah. Yeah, I hadn't thought of that. Yeah, never. I mean, I I've so rarely charged the thing. But anyways. This has been Last fun chat, Brent. Thank you yes. for your t- some time. Um, I needed to vent about that. That's very silly Apple Pencil situation. It's just it's so baffling. It's weird, and I, I understand why anyone will upgrade. I, for me personally, I'm I'm just I'm like in this crisis. I don't know what I'm gonna do. Uh, it's like I want to buy the new shiny, right? But I'm like I can't run. I'm struggling, but we'll I'll figure yeah. it out. Well, where can folks find uh, your podcast that you're up to? Everything uh, yeah, I'm uh, Brintech Prime on Twitter and TikTok, and I am a member of the Marvel Alliance podcast, talking all things Marvel. Uh, we go live on YouTube on Thursday nights at eight ten Central, um, and then the audio drops on Friday and everywhere the podcasts are. Very cool. And um, I don't need to say where I'm from because this is my podcast. So. This, this is your show. They found this, you. Uh, for those listening <laughs> to the audio, this is the very first time we've done a live broadcast of the actual interview. Uh, I'll be putting this all together in the audio version but uh every now and then check out twitter.com or check out at ipad pros podcast on twitter and uh, occasionally i'll tweet if uh, i'm doing a live recording as we did tonight so thank you brent for your time it's been great yes thank you very much this was a lot of fun well that's my discussion with brent all about the new ipads and apple tv my thanks again to brent for his time recording this episode and my thanks to you for your time and attention tuning in as a reminder, you can support the podcast over at patreon.com slash ipadpros or by subscribing in Apple Podcasts. With that, I'll talk to everyone again next week for a very special episode.